Check out Moment of Impact because moments matter. Hey, what's going on? It's Tomas Cardenas from Built Different. I just wanted to reach out to you to say thank you and congratulate you for being on Anchor. I love the platform and it's really inspiring to see what other people are doing on the platform as well. If you're ever interested in doing a podcast together, feel free to head over my page, call in, comment, do whatever you need to do to get my attention and hopefully we can work together. Regardless though, keep doing what you're doing and best of luck. Hello everybody. Welcome to Moment of Impact with your brother Amava and I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to everybody out there that has been listening to our podcast here and I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart because I do believe that God has blessed this show so that you can be blessed so that I can be blessed and that we may receive his word. So I want to say thank you to you out there in all the different parts of the world. It's not coincidence that you're listening to this show. It's not coincidence that you're listening to this moment. And God wants to bless you even more and more and more by the power of his grace. So thank you and thank you so much. May God continue to bless you. May God continue to strengthen you. Oh, yeah. Yes, so this is Moment of Impact, and I just want to say that, again, I just want to say that I'm so blessed to see how you guys been out there connecting to this show. Our mission is for God to speak to your hearts, and that you may be blessed through His Word, because it is His Word that blesses, it is His Word that strengthens it is his word that makes us so much better. So much better. So today we want to talk about something that is very dear to all of us. You know, family is dear to us. Um, our friends are dear to us. Our home is dear to us. And some of you guys, your car is very dear to you. So, I don't blame you. Not judging. However, all those things wouldn't be possible if we were not employed. We all need something that is called work, a job, a J-O-B, as we call it here in the U.S. It is important because you know, it helps us have food in the fridge. It helps us be able to have a roof over our heads. And it helps us, you know, have a sense of decency walking around and Knowing that you have a place to lay your hat is very important, especially in places like the U.S. where we have different seasons. Pretty sure that you may have a season, but there's places, it's, you know, Caribbean places, warm places that they don't have to worry about, you know, the cold weather and the cold winter months. Now, there's something that comes with this thing we call work. And it is that it's very stressful because it work demands a lot of things from us. I was watching a video about the demands that 
men in Asia experience from their employers and how these guys from working a 16-hour shift, 18-hour shifts, they're walking home so tired that they can't even, they don't even have the strength to make it home to, you know, lay on their own beds, that they fall asleep in the street to wake up and do it all over again. It's only 24 hours of the day, and those 24 hours is spent in exhaustive work. And then you have the other places like the U.S. here, where you have to work eight hours, 12 hours. But those eight hours, those 12 hours, are hours where you are expected to perform. It doesn't matter if you work in a factory. It doesn't matter if you work in a bureau of lawyers or a bureau of doctors. Every individual, no matter what profession they have, they are stressed from the pressures of work. Now, in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30, Jesus said these words. He said, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Number one, he does an invitation. He invites those who are weary and burdened. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened. What does it mean to be weary? Weary is a deep form of being tired. It's an excessive exertion of work and a, and it's a, a lack of sleep. You're completely worn out. You're completely exhausted. You're so exhausted that your best position is not to be standing, but you're deliberately prostrate. You are walking in a prostrate state. You are hunched over. You are beaten. You are beaten down by whatever you are experiencing in your life. Now, it can be an emotional weariness. It could be a psychological weariness. And it can also definitely be a physical weariness where you are worn out. You There's nothing left of you to give. You are exhausted. You did it all. You gave it all. And you gave it all at your job. You gave it all at your place of employment, at your whatever career you may be. You gave it all as a doctor. You gave it all as a lawyer. You gave it all as an engineer. You 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 made it to your um the the day that you had to present the presentation. You made it. You did it. You work hard. You are, if you work in a factory, the demands that they're giving you, you did them. You made them. You it, you when you first saw the situation, you said it's too much for me, but yet you did it. You you finished the project, and now you're worn out. And then he says also, we're looking at these two words, weary and burden. Now, what is burden? Burden is a load. 
typically a heavy one. Or it can be a something that's misfortune and hardship, anxiety, grief, nuisance. Something that it could be like a, a psychological stone around your neck. A psychological stone around your body. A heavy, heavy nuisance that you are carrying. Something that you wish you didn't have but is there with you every morning and you walk with it. It's a stressor. It is encumbrance. It is all around you. It is part of who you are. Now, Jesus says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened. So he wants these kinds of people. He wants the people who are exhausted. He wants the people who have been beaten. And he wants the people who are walking with a heavy load, a heavy grief, a heavy anxiety. And he wants to do something with them. He wants to offer you companionship. He wants to offer companionship. A companion is someone that is with you in the journey that you are encountering in the journey that you are that you find yourself in whether you whether we like it or not we are always moving on this world even when you're sitting in your couch you're still moving you're going around the world around excuse me around the sun 365 days 24 hours minute by minute second by second you're still moving you're always going now Christ says, I want to offer you a companionship. I want to make a deal with you. I want to offer my companionship with you. And this is how he does it. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn. So he first makes the invitation to those who are weary. Come to me all who are weary and burdened. And then after he makes the invitation, he says, he, he makes the offer of companionship. He says, Take my yoke upon you and learn. He says, take what I have and I want you to unite yourself to it so that you can learn something. In other words, I want to teach you something. I want to guide you. I want to instruct you. Now, the one that's offering instruction is nonetheless, it is Jesus Christ. The creator of all things. The one who made heaven and earth and who gave himself for us says, I want to teach you something and I want to offer you something. I want to offer you my companionship, but I want to teach you. So therefore, I want you to take my yoke upon you and learn. He says, I have something that I want you to bind yourself to. Now, what is a yoke? We're not talking about a yoke from an egg. We're talking about a wooden cross piece that is fastened over the necks of two animals and is attached to plow or, or to push a cart. I don't know, you've seen in the old cowboy movies, if you have horses that are attached, you, have, uh, you may have uh, bulls or cattle, whatever, and they are attached to each other. And you also may see the old movies where you have uh, two bulls working the land and they're attached to one another now usually they will connect a younger bull to an older bull who already knows how to do the job who's strong and knows how to do the, the job and is able to carry the young bull now christ says i am strong enough i am powerful enough for you to share your load with me and while we're walking together, I'm going to teach you 
how to carry your burdens, how to carry your weariness, how to help you. I want to help you not be exhausted. I want to help you not to walk beaten down by the world. I want to help you so that you're able to stand. I want to help you so this anxiety, so this hardship, so this nuisance may be removed. Because when you bind yourself to me, when you take my yoke from me, I'm going to teach you how to walk and be strong and have the strength to face all those things that we face in our, in our jobs, in our everyday lives. He says, bind yourself to me. So he makes the invitation of companionship. He wants to be our companion so that he can teach us, so that he can guide us, so that, he can, so that we can share our load with him. He's not trying to give us a load. He's trying, he wants us to share the load with him. Now, there's two kinds of yokes. There's a yoke that is considered to be oppressive, a burden. And like I said, he, wants to, he doesn't want to give us a burden. He wants us to walk with him so that he can teach us and give us the strength to be able to bear those things that we face in this world. Now, Jesus said in Matthew 6.33, Therefore, do not worry, saying, What should we eat? Or what should we drink? Or what should we wear? Those are things that we worry about. What are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? What clothes are we going to wear? Where are we living? All these things. And the Lord says, The people... Strive after all these things. They spent their whole life chasing these things. And he says, for the pagans strive after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. You know what God says? I understand that you need food. I understand that you need clothes to wear. I understand that you need food, water to drink. I understand that you need, that you have needs. And the world, they seek after these things. But they're seeking it without me. They're not yoked to me. They're not walking in companionship with me. Now, are you walking this life alone? Are you walking this life without the companionship of the Holy Spirit? Are you walking this life without the companionship of the Word of God in your life? Are you walking this world all alone? You find yourself with a lot of people. Or you're surrounded by a lot of people. But yet still you feel that you're alone. That there's no one with you. There's, you're missing out. Christ Jesus made an invitation. And that invitation is also for you. That invitation has your name and address on it. He wants you to share your burden. He wants you to share your, your anxiety with him. The nuisance with him. The hardship. The whatever is pushing you down. He wants to share it. He wants you to share it with him. 
I know that he knows, he understands that you seek after food. He understands that you seek after what clothes to wear, not just yours, but wear your family. Or, you know, to put food in the table, all these things. And you're struggling and you're pushing. You're trying to please this person, trying to please that person. And you find yourself all alone. What can I do? Who can I go to? Well, the invitation is there. The Holy Spirit is here. The Word of God is here. Jesus Christ came and defeated the evil one and has given us the ability to have new life in him. And he makes the invitation today. And he says in verse 33, I'm reading Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 now. But seek, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Today has enough trouble of its own. So remember, he said to us in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30, to take his yoke upon us. He says, I'm going to read it. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He has a burden and it's light and it's easy. He has the strength to carry it and he has the strength to help us carry our loads, our exhaustion, our lack, our needs, our griefs, our hardships, our anxiety, our burden, our stress. He has the power and the ability to carry those things for us. And he says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. How is that? He says, verse, now we go to Matthew 6, 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. His word, his presence. His a relationship with him. And then he says, Therefore do not worry about tomorrow. Worry exhausts us. We worry night and day. We worry as soon as we walk into that office. We worry as soon as we walk into that factory. We worry as soon as we get behind the wheel of that truck. We worry as soon as we walk into the hospital. We worry all the time. We just constantly worry and worry and worrying. What if, what if this happened? What is that happened? What is this? You know, all these things. And it's like so much exhaustion on top of the work that we're doing. We are worn out. And he says, don't worry about that. I... Am your companion for this thing we call life. Tomorrow we will face it together. Today we will face it together. Facing life with Jesus is better than facing life on our own. He says, I know that you need these things. And I know that the whole world pursues these things. But then, you know, he says that life is more than the things that we are seeking after. Life is more than clothes. Life is more than food. Life is more 
then pleasing someone at work life is more than getting yourself super exhausted because you're doing this thing on your own you know Jesus gave an example and I'm I'm closing I'm almost finishing but I want I'm, I want to speak to you who are person who is stressed person who is feeling down God Jesus is making an invitation to be your companion in this thing we call life so that when you go to work you know that he's there with you when you are driving home you know that he's there with you and when you walk home and I pray that you don't have a trouble home he's there with you and if you do have a trouble home bring Jesus into the house with you and you'll see how things change bring Jesus into your marriage and you see how things change bring Jesus into the lives of your teenager and you'll see how things change he'll change it he'll take the burden he'll take the anxiety off he'll give you rest for your souls Jesus said in Matthew 622 625 excuse me Matthew 625 therefore I tell you do not worry about your life what you will eat or drink or about your body what you will wear it's not life more than food and the body more than clothes you know that you can take an x-ray and you can see your bones you can do an MRI and you can see your heart and you can see all the tissues but only the Word of God is able to see the soul and you're more than just flesh and bones. You're more than what you see in the mirror. There is a part of you that is yearning to be satisfied. There's a part of you that is yearning to receive rest. And there's no pills that you can give it. There's no drugs that you can give it. There's no psychological test that you can give it or psychological um, advice that you can give it. Only the Word of God, only the peace of God, only the Spirit of God can give you rest. And Jesus said it in Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30. Come to me, O who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Let us learn from him tonight. For he is gentle. He says, I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. You will find rest for your souls. I pray that this word may find a home in you and that you may find rest in him. If you have not received Jesus as Lord and Savior, this is the moment to do it. This is the moment to receive Jesus and be saved and have your name written in the book of life, in the book of life. So repeat this prayer with me. Father God, I believe that Jesus Christ came to the world to pay for my sins and that he went to the cross for my sins. I believe that he 
resurrected on the third day, came out of that tomb as proof of, the, of you, or proof of your justification. Hallelujah. Father God, I receive you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me for my sins and let my name be written in the book of life. If you pray that prayer, my friend, you are saved. You are saved. Find a church where you can join and you will be blessed because you have taken the yoke of Christ upon you and your burdens will also be light and your burdens will also be easy. This is your brother from Moment of Impact and I pray that you may have been blessed bountifully, fully in Jesus the Savior. Remember, pray for this ministry so that God may continue to bless us and use us for His glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. from Moment of Impact. Be blessed. Check out Moment of Impact because moments matter. Round Table Talks. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much, brother, for your favorite. Um, appreciate that a lot. Continue to push and continue to strive and send out the amazing energy like that is needed um, in this world. I really loved your podcast about encouraging yourself. Uh, very wise, important words um, that you've spoken. And I'm sure uh, you will continue to touch many people in ways that um, inspire them to be better in themselves and push themselves more so continue doing what you're doing and yeah i'm excited for your podcasts take care